0: (laughs) Ah, okay so (laughs) it was this this week was uh, a crazy week so Mm -hmm. we decided to go ahead and record another episode even though it's a bit soon normally we're every other week but with the pacing of the rest of the season and easter being this coming weekend Mm -hmm. we just decided to go ahead and and do uh an episode about one episode and then the next one will be about two Okay. so
1: well because with just, this one we're also going to have some fun just chatting a little bit about like all the awesome one chicago day content we got this time, yes which was such a nice like little boost surprise surprise too just considering it felt like the hiatus was so long but it was so quick but it was still felt so long so it
0: was just yeah. nice to, like a little primer for the, before right the shows came back for uh, sure uh, yes yeah, so like after we recorded last time I mean I think it was the same day because it was in the pod squad chat that somebody was like uh Nakia I don't don't know if you guys you guys probably know who you are for listening posted this and and then it was like oh yeah uh Gina and Brian were like by the way yeah one Chicago day is coming and we were like oh okay cool (laughs) so that kind of came out like right I think right after we recorded our last Mm -hmm. episode um, and so they did that on April 6th, which was the day uh, the Chicago shows came back from hiatus as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and with One Chicago Day, it was like it was last year. It was mm-hmm. virtual. Um, really, the official content was what, like an hour? It was like an hour of like just fun stuff. They asked mm-hmm. the cast questions,
1: mm-hmm. told a
0: few behind-the-scenes stories. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little different than last year because last year they did like set tours and mm-hmm you know other things it didn't really do as much of that and then of course just like last year as well throughout the day different media outlets released different interviews Mm -hmm. um and i think that actually started on monday there were some interviews that were released like some print ones um as well so like lizzie our friend at fangirlish she released hers on that monday before and she uh represented and asked a hakami question because mm-hmm. gotta get that in there right mm-hmm. um yeah so it was it was a really good week and of course gina and bryna got mm-hmm. to take part in those interviews and they had some really great content on wednesday that was released if you haven't checked it out go check it out because mm-hmm. it was so good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um there's especially a good one that we'll talk about with jimmy nicholas that was just mm-hmm. like hysterical um anyway so we're going to get into that now and then we're going to talk about the episode after mm-hmm. so one Chicago day there was a lot of stuff that came out and I, like Kim and I were talking before we started recording I didn't read everything I didn't watch everything um but I got the gist because it was sort of like they were saying the same thing in several mm-hmm. different interviews the same sort mm-hmm. of answers um let's start with med I guess we'll just go in order so with chicago med i think the gist of what was asked was basically like when is ethan coming back which ethan is coming back episode 18 which should be this coming week because we're recording on a saturday right now so it'll be this wednesday um and he's coming back like for good like none of this he's here and then gone again this is like he'll be around for the rest of the season that will be nice Mm -hmm. we'll have ethan back it seems crazy that he's been gone so much of the season yeah I really thought he was only going to be gone about half the season first, like Like, the way they talked about it.
1: Yeah. Like a handful, but no, any, but it's
0: no, he's been gone like the whole season. Long time. I mean, he's been, we've had him for a couple of episodes, I think two Mm -hmm. and that's about it. Mm -hmm. Um, So like half the season, Mm -hmm. at least, I mean, let's see how many there's 18, 19, 20, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. So seven episodes is what Mm -hmm. he'll be in for a 22 episode season that's not even half that's Mm -hmm. not even close to half Mm -mm. that's crazy that's like a third of the season Mm -hmm. um wow and then they confirmed sadly that Kristen Hager has departed the (laughs) show
1: (laughs) which I was afraid
0: of and we were both like we were both hoping she would be back that she was just like on maternity leave or something and Mm -hmm. nope no she's gone and so is stevie and i'm very sad because i have gotten so attached to stevie i'm upset i'm
1: i don't like it i'm mad i'm annoyed it felt it felt so rushed like i mean we're getting really good quality content from her and it's just really confusing too because with some of the one chicago day stuff there were interviews with her yeah because they from what
0: I can tell they filmed that right around the same time they filmed the Christmas episode Mm -hmm. it seemed like Mm -hmm. maybe a little after for fire because Mm -hmm. I think they talked about some stuff that happened a little after the Christmas episode Mm -hmm. but I think it was somewhere right around in that area at the end of 2021 ish um you know so Kristen was in yeah the official one Chicago day stuff which was a little awkward um you
1: know it's we're super happy like if if what she wants to go do is just be mom sure for I mean yeah
0: absolutely she uh, this is not about like the actress leaving oh, you know she's welcome to she, of course live her life do what she needs to do for her take care of herself and mm-hmm. and you know th- totally support that mm-hmm. but I, I got really attached to Stevie no. so
1: like, I'm we had, sad we had her for like 15 episodes and yeah we her dearly and it felt like will was starting to get to be in a really good place and it just
0: uh, i really loved their dynamic i felt like she really like pushed him to grow Mm
1: -hmm. a
0: lot kind of like how we felt about uh crockett natalie last season Mm -hmm. that natalie really pushed crockett Mm -hmm. um and i sort of felt the same way with stevie and will that she was really like pushing him and kind of forcing him to to grow
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, and i think that was evidenced in the way he reacted and then recovered from mm-hmm. her saying she was going to go uh back and try husband. and make it work with her husband Ooh. which i was proud of him for that but also i was hoping she was going to come back <laughs> Like, Ooh, i mean i was hoping this was just a temporary thing yeah i mean they're always saying
1: like never say never because it's not like she's dead her character isn't dead yeah. so but it's we're just we're sad we're bummed we're all the yeah. sad mad not yeah. happy emotions just to speak in love Dr. Ham or we hammer time like we loved her dearly and it I just know. felt like 15 episodes was nowhere this, near the amount
0: Let we were talking hurt. in the pod squad you know after the announcement on Wednesday and we were like this feels like Rojas all over again oh it absolutely. like because absolutely. on PD absolutely. they gave us Rojas and Atwater and Rowater had such potential and we loved Rojas and the way that they were building that story and like you could tell there was going to be something cool. eventually and then the season got cut short yeah well and it's even
1: rojas vanessa rojas is like what seemed starting to be like very good friendship with Haley,
0: and then the and we had the same thing with stevie like she was building relationships with maggie and vanessa and um you know of course will there was potential in chemistry and it was amazing and then we're just just never gonna get to see any of that fulfilled (laughs) (laughs)
1: like
0: Uh. we're just left hanging is no. exactly like Rojas. We were just left hanging. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not happy about it. No, I'm, I'm not, not happy, happy about it. it either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there was that news. And then the last bit, they talked about how they sort of decided mid-season that they were going to bring in Hannah Asher, which actually makes sense now that I think about it because mm-hmm. they tease the showrunners tease in an interview right around mid-season that we would be seeing old faces and I didn't really know what that meant Mm -hmm. I think I sort of was hoping that it would be like April because Mm -hmm. you know we had Natalie in the first episode Mm -hmm. so I was like maybe because Ethan's coming back you know but no turns out they were talking about Dr. Hannah Asher uh which has proved controversial for the fandom Mm -hmm. not a lot about med gets a controversial reaction but this has gotten a controversial reaction um and i'm kind of uh in on that controversial reaction we'll talk more about that when we talk about the episode Mm -hmm. because i am kind of turning around on that a little bit but my first initial reaction to the news that she that we were going to get hannah asher back for the rest of the season was don't want it same no thank you um because because and we talked about this in the pod squad as well because You know, there were some people kind of wondering why it was such a bad reaction. And I'm like, in my, in my mind, the bad reaction comes from not necessarily Hannah Asher, but from the way Hannah and Will's relationship regressed him Mm -hmm. so badly Mm -hmm. and he's grown like this season I feel Mm -hmm. like we've finally gotten some growth and I don't want him to go back to where he was last season Mm -hmm. that's that's my reaction Mm -hmm. like my fear for her being back on the show that's why I don't want it Mm -hmm. and it's not so much that Hannah herself annoyed me as it was her relationship with Will that annoyed Mm me
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um and I'm just I'm very afraid (laughs) that they're gonna go right back there um and it's just gonna it's gonna ruin all of Will's development from this season that's what I'm afraid of
1: same Uh -uh. yeah I'll try and keep an open mind but we'll see we'll talk about
0: more yeah we'll talk about it when we get to the episode because the episode that we're going to talk about is like Hannah Asher's first like Mm -hmm. real episode back Mm -hmm. because we saw her at the end of the last one but this is like she had Mm -hmm. her own plot and everything so we'll talk about that Mm -hmm. but from what I saw of the med stuff that was basically the gist Mm -hmm. of everything that came out on one Chicago day um and then we get into fire which um the fire stuff is always my favorite because I just I love that that's my favorite of the three shows I'm not even going to try and pretend it isn't um so, so I read a little more of that and I watched a little more of that um The first thing that we learned that I probably sort of knew, but didn't have confirmation on, they pivoted toward Hakami real hard. Like the, they saw the chemistry of the two actors and they were like, no, we're going to do this. And originally Hawkins was supposed to be, first of all, Jimmy said this too, was supposed to be an older character. And then they cast Jimmy Nicholas and he became this younger character. And then they saw him in Hanukkah, like Jimmy and Hanukkah together. And they were mm-hmm. like, oh, there's some great chemistry here. Uh-huh. And they were going to make him just a small part of Violet and Gallo's story oh. initially. But then they saw Hanukkah and Jimmy as Hawkins and Violet in these scenes together. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, um, and Andrea said this, it was magical. So I mean, because of by right, exactly. Everybody's right. reaction. Everybody's reaction, being like,
1: "He bubbly water," but saying "bubbly water" that you like, bubbly water should not resound, result in chemistry <laughs> between two characters and adorable smirks and whatnot. No, it shouldn't work, but they you know those. Work.
0: You know those tweets that's like um quote tweet with something only your fandom would understand. Yeah. Bubbly water bubbly would water. be one that you would put uh-huh. on there for sure. Uh huh. Yeah, and everybody'd be like, oh Hakami, <laughs> like immediately, mm-hmm. oh Hakami, which we're gonna talk more about them yeah, yeah. as well oh, again, later. They,
1: they get their whole, own whole but, section in the fire. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um mm-hmm.
0: but <laughs> mm-hmm. the they did say that that's what happened was that they saw mm-hmm. them together. And then, then it was like, oh, we're gonna do this, but it's gonna be a part of this story. And then the more they saw them together, they were like, No, this is too much fun to write. They're gonna get their own story. So hey. I mean sounds to me like we're getting what we want I'm just saying so, except the only
1: news <laughs> that we're still waiting to hear is when is Jimmy Nicholas when is he going to be ever uh, signed as a series regular please please yeah. what, what do I have to do we, we, I, we I'll, need I'll, it I'll make I, some sort of sacrifice I don't care does it money blood I don't care I, I'll, right. I'll do some sort of sacrifice
0: because like, I need him me and my friend Katie uh we were talking about it actually and we're like you know what we could stand to have like an HQ portion of Chicago fire. Mm -hmm. Like, let's see what happens at HQ with Hawkins. Like, why not? Like, I mean, why can't we see that? Let's see what those white shirts do in that headquarters building that we never get to be in. It's Bowdoin's higher up. So
1: why can't we hear about more higher up? Exactly.
0: Can have him and uh, DC Hill Mm -hmm. and Hawkins, like give them their own like little stories at headquarters. I'm Mm -hmm. down. I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Absolutely. I think that'd be pretty cool Mm -hmm. uh anyway but there are ways that they could do it Mm -hmm. we'll Mm -hmm. see um but they're definitely pivoting toward Hakami uh mm -hmm. for sure that came out and then the other things they talked about was they did talk about um as we know now Bowdoin has an episode coming up that's going to be this week's episode that's going to focus on him a lot which is going to be cool
1: I know, we haven't it, gotten a
0: lot of focus on gonna him lately. There's going to
1: be some like excellent Bowdoin speeches. We know oh, yeah. coming out of that of like, For I, sure. I'm so excited. Like we haven't gotten one of a, a good Bowdoin speech in a while. It's going to be well, ch-
0: full of them, I feel like. And this is-, this is one of those episodes where like one person is trapped. Yeah. You know, and we always love those episodes of fire. Mm-hmm. Those are always really great episodes. Mm-hmm. So this time it's Bowdoin. Normally Bowdoin is on the outside of it. Mm-hmm. This time it's him. So I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Um, And then the other big thing that was asked a lot was about the Stellaride wedding, which um, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm worried about it. What I'm worried about is everybody else's
1: reaction to it. The
0: fandom expectations. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about because Derek kept avoiding using the word wedding. (laughs) He would start to say it and then he would correct himself and say finale. So like. I might be overanalyzing it, but mm-hmm. that to me sort of gives a signal that the wedding's not going to be what we're all thinking it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Plus Hanako said something, cause she was asked a question, like, would, would you want to do like the maid of honor stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. the bachelorette party and the bridal showers. And she was mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, if that's the kind of wedding Stella wants. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think Violet would really love that, but it has to be the type of wedding that Stella mm-hmm. wants. And like mm-hmm. that to me was a big red flag too. So between Derek and Andrea avoiding using the word wedding and Hanako giving that like answer about, well, you know, if Steph, that's Mm -hmm. the kind of wedding Stella wants tells me that I don't think it's going to be the big event that we're all, that we all started Mm -hmm. the season thinking it was going to be, I think. And, you know, the more I think about it, the more like that expectation was me being selfish, like Mm -hmm. wanting to see Bowden walk Stella down the aisle wanting to see Miranda no. ask Stella in a beautiful white dress like no. that was all me projecting no. that onto the show because if well, I actually think about Stella and Severide mm-hmm. they don't really seem like the big wedding type no I know I think we just we had gotten spoiled years back with the
1: Chloe and Cruz wedding so yeah, I mean we it was lovely like, loved it dearly it's, yeah. no offense, it kind of did set like a like a personal standard a little bit and it's, yeah it's like, we just love Celeride so much that we want their love to be celebrated too. but as you said when you think about the two of them they're very different than what
0: chloe and I, they're they more them. of a, a small intimate ceremony type of people i'm mm-hmm. not but i'm also not a. I'm, I'm not picturing them pulling a dossier and just going to the courthouse i don't mm-hmm. think that's going to be what they do but I could see them like eloping or something like
1: something meaningful for them.
0: Yeah. Or maybe just like a small backyard ceremony at Mm -hmm. the cabin, Mm -hmm. you know, something, I don't think it's going to be like this huge, big event at a church Mm -hmm. with her in the white dress and bridesmaids. I don't think that's what it's going to be. I'm
1: I'm still going to be wishful and hopeful of Bowdoin somehow walking her down the aisle, but I Me too, because Eamon wants it too.
0: I see. By the give way. him what he wants. If he's voted. Like just give him what he wants. Like Yeah, give Fire Dad what he wants. Fire yes. Dad should always get what he wants. Correct. Yes. Correct. Um and oh, the fi- the big thing. I can't believe I almost forgot to talk about this. Uh Derek confirmed that Kara as Sylvie would be back for the finale, which <laughs> NBC president commented a while back that we're going to get 22 episodes so that should mean she's back in episode 22 Mm -hmm. which we know will air I think May 25th is that a Wednesday Mm -hmm. I feel like that's right I could be wrong but (laughs) it's uh it's like the end of May 25th 25th. yeah 25th okay so that's going to be the finale night for all three one Chicago shows Mm -hmm. of course because they all air on the same night but Uh, we should get, we're definitely going to get Kara back as Sylvie Brett, but Derek didn't want to like say officially for sure. Mm -hmm. Like I agree with him. He said, he was like, I don't want to say this for certain until he's in front of a camera, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) but uh, he is, they are very, very, very optimistic that Jesse Spencer will be back as Matt Casey Mm -hmm. in the finale. So basically from what Derek said, Brett's going to come back from Oregon, hopefully with Matt. Mm -hmm. So uh I, I need that to happen because I miss his face and mm-hmm. I I just need to see him I mean
1: we've been with some of the characters on fire we've been getting like little sense of Matt Casey but it's still not the same as Matt
0: Casey himself right not, exactly I, I I need to see his uh-huh. face um mm-hmm. please mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like just yeah. let me see it Uh, Mm -hmm. i just want to see his face really i do um so but that's all but official it sounds to me like because derek said that he had on april 6th he said he talked to him last week Mm -hmm. or it it was before that actually it would have been the week before it was when they did all these interviews Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so he probably talked to him mid to end of march Mm -hmm. um and they were still on for it so just cross fingers it's, it seems likely but we don't want to jinx it no Mm-mm. so i agree with derek nothing is officially official no. until jesse spencer is in front of a camera correct. on the set mm-hmm. um so i don't want to like for anybody to be disappointed if it doesn't work out yeah so i mean uh, we'll
1: we'll be no. hopeful but we're not going to get our hopes up right now exactly but, you know,
0: it's not going to put if, all our eggs in that basket
1: correct. if it happens fantastic we will cry tears of joy yeah. but if you know what it's come what may we'll see what happens
0: right but definitely though we will have Kara back as sylvie Mm -hmm. brett so Mm -hmm. that's good um yeah so that's kind of like the gist of all the fire stuff the other Mm -hmm. thing though that came out that was really fun um (laughs) was apparently meet us at molly's gina and bryna had a bracket bet going with jimmy nicholas um that basically if he lost he would have to wear one of their shirts like on mm-hmm. set <laughs> and he lost mm-hmm. and he did like this whole like mia culpa video um in like the shirt and then he had video of himself like on set in their shirt mm-hmm. I cried laughing this entire video mm-hmm. you guys like you have to go watch it because it is hysterical he is hilarious. I don't even mm-hmm. uh he's he's just so funny. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. so go watch that it's on meet us at Molly's YouTube channel. Uh so funny. Um that was a fun bit of like a surprise that they mm-hmm. put out there on what Chicago okay. Day. They also interviewed Joe Minoso. So that's out there too. Um So go check that out. They did interviews with, of course, like all three Mm -hmm. of the shows as well. So Mm -hmm. all of that is on their YouTube channel. Go check that out. That was, it was really great content. Mm -hmm. Gina and Bryna always do a great job interviewing because they watch the show. And they love it. (laughs) That's step one to doing a great interview when you're talking Mm -hmm. to cast and crew of a television show, you know, Mm -hmm. watch it, love it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Same thing with Lizzie. Her articles are on Fangirlish and she obviously watches the show and loves the characters too. So Mm -hmm. hers were very good. Uh, I laughed really hard I sent her a clip from her article because I she threw some shade at Derek <laughs> oh. because she asked like she was somebody in her group asked about the stellaride wedding and the, Derek sort of gave his standard finale answer of like this is Chicago fire so how they think things are going to happen isn't necessarily oh. how it always happens the answer he gives every year about the mm-hmm. finale and she put in there, she was like, while it's always a delight to talk to Derek and Andrea, it would be nice to get some straight answers for once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I laugh so hard. I said it to her. I was like, I love this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was great. Um, and then PD, what did we learn from PD stuff? Mostly that there's going to be more burzik coming up uh, in the end of the season, which we will get into where that left off. Uh-huh. <sighs> but they're gonna get some serious development um, the back in the like the last few episodes of the season. Also, it seems like that the Anna and Voight story is gonna be really big in the finale.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so those were really the two big things that sort of came out in those interviews. I'm trying to think of other things, and that's the two big things that I can remember about one Chicago Day stuff for PD. So
1: I mean, didn't at some point soon were they still hope wasn't somebody hoping that we get to see the halstead brothers at some point together
0: maybe try and uh i think there was like some talk that you know of course they would like to do that it's just the crossovers have been really difficult for everybody um so that hasn't really happened but i think um nick and jesse would like it to happen oh Uh, or or (laughs) some acknowledgement that you know will uh, will knows his uh his brother is married Mm -hmm. no yeah because i
1: mean as everybody else was clearly enjoying from one chicago day they they i thank god they were grouped together with alfonso like they they most entertaining proof of them being almost real life brothers it was just the most entertaining thing I've
0: seen in so long yeah oh it's sort of awkward to watch because Alberto kind of felt like the odd man out because Nick and Jesse were like bouncing off of each other like crazy and mm-hmm. Alberto was just kind of like the third wheel like hey hey guys yeah hey. and I love him he's adorable um he but they did a whole bunch of stuff together with different media mm-hmm. outlets like they played trivia with me to sit Molly's mm mm-hmm which was hilarious they asked them some hard questions too like I didn't even know the answer to some of those and I was like dang they did not pull any punches with these guys um so that was fun but they did some other stuff mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite things was somebody asked um Alberto like if he could pick a one Chicago cast member to like drive the getaway car or something who would he choose or in a mm-hmm. chasing in real life who would he choose mm-hmm. and he said Kara Kilmer <laughs> because of the way she drives the ambulance i thought that was really cute um but yeah so they did a bunch of stuff together too that was really fun Mm -hmm. um yeah so all that content is still out there go look it up Mm -hmm. um it was really it was really a good day for press and of course Mm -hmm. the official one chicago stuff is out there too probably on their channel i didn't check but they usually do post it so that should all be out there for you um they gave kara kilmer so much love in the one chicago day stuff like the official Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. which surprised me because you know she's on a break from the show um not that that gives them a reason to ignore her but like it just wouldn't have been top of my mind you know and i was Mm -hmm. just so excited to see like so much from her loved it um anyway so yeah go check out the one chicago day stuff it was a lot of fun um a lot of good interviews and some fun stuff, especially the videos with Nick and Jesse and Alberto. Go mm-hmm. check those out for sure, and the Jimmy Nicholas video on Meet Us at Molly's channel. I think that to me was like I awarded that like the top content slot of the day because mm-hmm. I I laughed so hard I cried. Like <laughs> so, go watch that for sure. Uh, if nothing else, go watch that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's the one Chicago Day stuff. Now we can get into the actual episode mm-hmm. or episodes. These episodes, it was just it was so nice
1: for all of our shows to be back from the hiatus. So yes. I miss them all dearly, even though they can be very messy sometimes. It was nice to have them back.
0: Yeah. And we should only have one or two more hiatuses, depending on how mm-hmm. they schedule the episodes from mm-hmm. here on out. Mm-hmm. So I either we'll have two one-week hiatuses or one two-week hiatus is my bet. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. we'll see. But yeah. So we shouldn't have too many more. Mm-hmm. of those to have mm-hmm. to get through mm-hmm. from here on out. So that's mm-hmm. good. Um we're definitely getting down to it. And you can kind of start to tell in these episodes because I don't know. I feel like things are happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um okay so <clears throat> the first one is med. Which we're
1: still it's we're so it feels so messy compared to and I say that every week now that we're talking about them more but as the season's gone on it, it's it's getting real messy and i'm really missing the beginning of the season even more like we the, the season as if i were to grade it at the beginning it was getting like an a minus like b like it was high marks. beginning of the season oh the
0: beginning of this season for med was so strong like like and we're getting into we like, were impressed like, like
1: we're getting to c- like c plus territory here maybe and i'm being generous yeah
0: it's feeling a little chaotic maybe yeah. ethan coming back this week will like restore some balance i don't know but mm-hmm. it, it's 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 feeling a little off kilter mm-hmm. um i will say i did like this episode more than i thought i was gonna mm-hmm. um because i was not anticipating enjoying hannah hannah asher's plot hmm because I just don't really enjoy that character that much nothing against Mm -hmm. like Jesse Schramm she's a great actress I loved her on Mm -hmm. Once Upon a Time and you know she does a ton of stuff for Hallmark she's always very good um but I just I'm not very excited about her character (laughs) um so I wasn't super pumped about this episode but I did enjoy it a lot more than I thought I would Mm -hmm. uh so there's that um but let's go ahead let's read the episode title and description here so do you have the description up
1: um i i,
0: okay, I have that's it so, I, that's why i was just asking No,
1: i would say you can do it because I, I was like oh it's fresh i i, I know everything else not the episode description so <laughs> that's
0: okay that's okay so um again <laughs> these episode titles man okay this one is if you love someone set them free and that's season seven episode 17 uh, the summary is, or the synopsis, whatever they call them, rival gangs bring their war to med. Will and Charles uh, work with a teenage brain cancer patient who's refusing treatment. Tensions run high in the OR when a patient's transplanted uterus fails, forcing Crockett and Blake to decide whether to try another transplant using a, a uterus from the patient's sister. Um and they don't for some reason super weird that like hannah asher's not even mentioned in this description even though that uterus plot is hers mostly (laughs) um but yeah that's the episode description so a lot of things going on here um i mean like a lot we've got a continuation of the dylan story that we're not totally crazy about where he kind of can't decide if he's a cop or a doctor um And it's a continuation of last week where he had that guy come into the ER and talked him into surgery and then talked him out of surgery because his undercover cop girlfriend needed him back out on the street. The guy ended up shot. So this is a continuation of that where they're trying to Mm -hmm. keep the guy alive, but there's rival gang members in the hospital. And so like Goodwin is they're all working with the police and everybody's trying to keep the... Mm -hmm. Gang members away from the patient, and it was a lot of running around in the episode. A lot of phone calls to Goodwin. A lot of surveillance camera footage. Guys being tackled to the ground. Yeah, um,
1: so I'm just happy. Very little bloodshed. I was concerned it was going to be a lot. Yeah, more bloodshed.
0: yeah. It turned out okay. It, I mean, I, I felt like it was kind of anticlimactic a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, it turned out okay. Uh, it was. Vanessa and Dylan that were involved with the patient, and then Goodwin from her office, mm-hmm. obviously involved in it as well. And it, I did like the the worried Maggie plot that came with it, mm-hmm. where she was like really concerned about Vanessa. That was really mm-hmm. sweet. Um, and then obviously that ended with uh, Dylan and his undercover cop friend. Yeah, Milena.
1: Melena. I think Mal- I is that her name? Yeah, that's her I name. I don't. Yeah, I looked at I I tweeted it because I was like Melena. Like yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
0: but uh they definitely are uh, are hooking up mm-hmm. at the very least mm-hmm. so that was interesting i again i'm still not totally crazy about this is dylan a doctor or a cop plot um yeah. although i did like that goodwin kind of confronted him with it she was like you got to decide whether your coat is white or blue mm-hmm.
1: uh-huh. and i was like oh uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah that's true you got to decide that Dylan um that was basically that plot and it it wasn't like that impressive to me yeah again I love Dylan Scott I'm just not really vibing this plot um and then we had Will and Dr. Charles with the teenage brain cancer patient which I thought that plot was really interesting personally it was was very procedural yeah but I thought it was it was very interesting Mm -hmm. um and I did not Actually, see the twist with the brother coming. I saw the twist with the T coming. Like I had a feeling.
1: I thought it was a boyfriend.
0: No, he's a he was a brother, I thought. Was he the brother?
1: I thought it was a boyfriend.
0: I don't know. Whatever. He was the guy. (laughs) This is awkward. Was he a brother? (laughs) I thought he was the brother. (laughs) I was convinced he was the boyfriend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I gotta find a way to look this up now. Yeah, hold on, let's let's go to IM the check IMPC.
0: Oh gosh mm-hmm. they just list him as Ben, but they list the
1: girl as Ivy Clark, so they don't I'm assuming if they were uh, they'd list him as Ben Clark.
0: I don't Maybe. know. let me see uh See if I can find like hmm wikipedia maybe that'll go into more detail Stop it. i guess i wasn't paying that close of attention to that if she and if that was the boyfriend because i just got the impression that it was the brother because the way the parents cared about making him feel better
1: yeah i mean but i from what i thought i gathered is like they've just known each other like since they were little kids and then they, they've been gradually i
0: think turned into like a oh there's no description at all on wikipedia so that doesn't okay. help me well, I mean, <laughs> well you know whatever he was yeah. the guy that was there with her yeah uh that was putting the stuff in her tea somebody else can tell us whether he was the brother or the boyfriend mm-hmm. whichever one it doesn't mm-hmm. matter i mean it does matter because mm-hmm. <laughs> be <kinda> if he got it twisted anyways <Yep>. uh <laughs> um but either way it was him mm-hmm. not the parents um
1: it, they they had me thinking for a minute I think I mean they had us all thinking it seemed like the dad for a hot second that it was at least I I got Yeah way.
0: I definitely never thought it was the mom I yeah. felt like mm-hmm. the the mom was just sort of trying to do what she could mm-hmm. to
1: mm-hmm.
0: make herself feel like she was doing something mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. which if I have had family in that situation before where it's like treatment is, is painful and hard and you want to find alternatives and mm-hmm. you have family members who believe in these alternatives that are mm-hmm. snake oil. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're not going to do anything, but mm-hmm. you have family members that wholeheartedly believe, yeah, this is going to help. And it's a really difficult mm-hmm. situation to try and navigate that. Um, I've been there. I <laughs> So, I mean, that, I, I related to that plot in that sense, so I did enjoy that plot. I thought it was mm-hmm. interesting, and I love seeing true. Will and Doctor Charles work together. I think they're
1: it's one pretty great got, team. We haven't gotten them together in a very long time, if I remember yeah. it correctly. So it, it, it's it's a very interesting dynamics between
0: the two. I was a little worried in the beginning that Will was going to do some some playing mm-hmm. savior type of stuff because he kept talking about, "Oh, this is neglect. We got to call." Blah blah blah. Doctor mm-hmm. Charles was like, "Whoa." Mm-hmm hold on mm-hmm. and i was like will this is not the time for you to pull a dnr yeah. thing again okay yeah. we're not mm-hmm. doing this mm-hmm. and he didn't thank goodness so mm-hmm. growth
1: <laughs> it was, I um, was I, yeah. overall though i think i think it was a really good plot line, though because it's it's a hard thing to you know do we do we want ever bad things to happen to people no but it, just, it was still i thought it was a very good and sweet storyline that's even though these parents didn't want to lose their daughter it was their daughter's wish that she didn't yep. want to go through any more any cancer treatment She's and it, enjoy anybody
0: family. yeah and anybody who's been there been close enough to that sort of situation to know that it is hard it's difficult mm-hmm. um, because we're all I think for most people we have this protective nature that's like you've got mm-hmm. to do something, anything to help people mm-hmm. you love when they're in in danger, whether that's medical danger or physical mm-hmm. danger, whatever it is,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you've got an instinct to do that. And it is so hard to step back and say, maybe that's not the right move here. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you feel like there's some chance that something can be done, you do have to think about what's going to be the quality of life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's important too, and it is hard to be like, oh no, this is the solution, this will help, this will work, but you also have to think about like, what's their life going to look like mm-hmm. on this treatment, and that's hard. Yeah. And so that really did explore the family conflict of like, mm-hmm. what do you do in that situation? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I enjoyed that plot. I just, I also just wanted oh, to wow. give
1: Will a hug at the end because it's like you wanted to do right by her, and you wanted to help her. Like that's what he, that's what a doctor supposed, supposed to help. But in this case, it was honoring the patient's wishes, which he yeah, growth and will. He's not growth, growth, growth. growth. <laughs> um, it's important it was, for him. It was hard. You just could see how defeated he was by the end. But it's like yeah. he he did what he did what the patient wanted, and it's heartbreaking yeah. as it is. He He honored her wishes, and you know it's maybe the next one he can
0: save. Yeah, their own way too. So. And then, sort of all tied up together was. Hannah Asher, Doctor Archer, Marcel, and Blake mm-hmm. in this, you know, this patient with like her uterus failing, and mm-hmm. the sister who had the very healthy uterus, and mm-hmm. um, that it's very sad. Like that to me it was just like because, and also frustrating because it's an elective surgery, so that changes mm-hmm. things a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh, But I, I gotta say the surprise for me in this plot was that I was rooting for Hannah Asher. Yeah. I was rooting for Dr. Asher all the way through and I did not see that coming, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I mean, I gotta admit the writers did a good job of like making her someone that I, I pull for. And I think it's because Dr. Asher is against her. I feel like, Oh, Dr. Archer. Archer yeah. Asher, you said, said this was, I gonna said it was gonna happen. You I, said it was gonna happen. I told you. <laughs> In the pod squad, she yep. said, I'm gonna get Archer and Asher mixed up. You yep. didn't, but I did. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen many more times. <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> but no, Archer is against Asher. So oh, I think yeah. because I don't like him more than I don't like her. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah, working no, out in her favor <laughs>
1: it's just uh, i feel like i'm still a little indifferent to her right now i was still a little cautious because i was worried i really wasn't gonna because i didn't love where her plot ended last time no yeah will and everything he that no i still didn't love one of her first like opening lines with will of like will trying to be like friendly and nice and her kind of thing like
0: that's very kind actually of i actually loved that i i don't. i thought that was exactly what needed to happen I mean, because will is- has it is but I didn't have yeah. I, didn't I know it, I, Will I has it. this like white knight complex yes, though he, he likes to he save does. people so mm-hmm. I think it was important for her to be like I'm here for me I'm true. not here for you true. like I feel like that was very important for her yeah. to just be like shut this down yeah. now <laughs> yeah <Very true. laughs> this has nothing to do with our history this is about mm-hmm. me <laughs> mm-hmm. I liked that scene but I can understand though she I mean you know she might have been a little harsher than she needed to be Mm -hmm. but I I feel like it was sort of important for her to be like firm and like no but I can I can understand not being totally crazy about that as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um I think that was actually the point where I started to pull for her a little bit was when she like shut that down because I was like okay but hopefully they keep that up though Mm -hmm. because she can say that now Mm -hmm. and it not stay that way, and but I need it to stay that way
1: because Ben has on that. Don't, yeah. don't, Will, don't I, go back. Will and Hannah, what? Like, don't go back
0: there. The writer's job now should be to get me to like Hannah Asher mm-hmm. on her own, independent of any other character.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Endear her to me. Mm-hmm. That's the writer's job mm-hmm. at this point with her. So mm-hmm. all the Will stuff needs to be just like left behind. Aside mm-hmm. from them working out the awkwardness, mm-hmm. like I, that's okay. Okay, they can do that. But other than that, I need to be convinced that she's worth me investing in mm-hmm. <laughs> emotionally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you already burned me on Stevie, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but her patient was the the uterus patient, and she fought really hard to help that woman. And um, I thought that was it was just a good plot for her because she stuck her neck out. I mean, mm-hmm. she did. She called around various hospitals, really tried to get people to help her. Um. I enjoyed that and I, and I um Archer in the end sort of coming around on her but not completely mm-hmm. that's going to be an interesting dynamic going forward um we'll see how that goes I got real bad at him at the beginning of the episode though like oh, he was when just he, being a dick yes a dick. exactly she was like Goodwin said the drug testing would only be once a month and he was like she may have said that but it's but my it, ED yep. so she's going to take a drug test once a week really yeah like okay, I get it, but she's in recovery. Maybe mm-hmm. extend a little bit of trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, that kind of made me mad right off the bat. But the other half of this is Marcel and Blake, um, which Marcel wanted to do the operation from mm-hmm. the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Blake did not because it was elective. And in mm-hmm. her mind, that ranks below life-saving transplants, mm-hmm. which I get. But at the same time, that's a little judgy. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a little, a little sanctimonious well, there.
1: And the one thing I will say, we find out why she was feeling certain feelings about, you know, I think, sort yeah. like the removal. And
0: well, Crockett, around. Crockett yeah. says to her, like, you're gonna deny this woman the ability to like mm-hmm. carry a child when you know how, like, how that mm-hmm. feels.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, don't, don't deny her that. Get, let her mm-hmm. have the chance to that. And she kind of agrees really quickly just i in my mind it was like i don't want to talk about this so i'm just Mm -hmm. going to agree so that we Mm -hmm. get past this Mm -hmm. um and she does the operation for that and then at the end her like revealing to him like by the way i don't really make a big deal about this but Mm -hmm. i never actually carried my own child mm-hmm. <laughs> um that was a big deal I feel like and, that, and it it's one of those moments where like we obviously have not been the biggest fans of Blake and Crockett. we've yeah. made a point to say that and I will but, say like this was the teeniest bit of
1: growth and I'm like tell me these backstory things about her and it yeah. makes me actually like her and it's like it yeah. actually feels like a personal connection now i right. like hearing some details about your life and not yeah. just like you're my subordinate and I just I want you to do it my like just whatever other reason like they they just didn't give me any quality like meat I hate to say meaty content from her but it's like we've never really got to know much about her and so to get everything we know
0: yeah everything we know about her is very surface level yes yes we don't really know too much about her so Mm -hmm. again that's another one like Hannah Asher where the writer's job is to endear her to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they haven't really done that with Blake yet so Mm -hmm. hopefully in these last few episodes of the season Mm -hmm that'll happen Mm -hmm. and maybe then I'll feel some type of way about this ship
1: yeah I mean after this episode I'm not hate it's not my all caps hatred I've done tweeting for in the past it's like just continue to give me this quality deeper content and backstory about her I guess then maybe not hate it so much
0: I also think I would like this whole thing a lot more if they'd never had Marcel interested in her daughter oh yeah no. if you take that element out i I would be behind this a little bit more but that just is weird Mm -hmm. um yeah (laughs) it's it's just weird um like imagine being the daughter and like having if that works out let's say crockett and blake end up like really together and serious and married then you have to tell people that my stepdad also like i dated him for Mm -hmm. a hot second Uh ah Uh -uh. (laughs) no Uh -uh. no no (laughs) that's 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 cringy um yeah uh I think the other thing that they that's going to come into play this week that they sort of touched on in the episode was uh Goodwin's daughter Uh she's pregnant Uh and I think they showed her in the promo for this week's episode so that's going to be tense mm-hmm. um I'm kind of excited about that though because well, it'll be a nice a good... meaty Goodwin episode
1: yeah that's what I mean it's like yeah we get, we get good bits and pieces here and there but I'm, I'm excited it's we have it's been a little it's been a minute since we had a good Sharon episode
0: yeah and I love it when we get to see like mom Sharon
1: oh protective mama bear Sharon yeah, yeah
0: like I mean we saw that a little bit last season when her son was like working at med mm-hmm. um so this is going to be know we get to see more of mom sharing and i'm 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 excited i'm excited Mm -hmm. for that the clip they showed in the promo was really sweet Mm -hmm. um because it was like they showed her daughter saying that she's gonna do whatever she can to like protect her baby and then goodwin was like okay but (laughs) i'm gonna do everything i can to protect my baby Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i was like oh that's really sweet so i'm i'm excited i think that's gonna be interesting plus ethan is back
1: finally (laughs) finally
0: yeah so that'll be next episode um, which we'll talk about together with 19 Mm -hmm. so that'll be a couple of weeks from now (laughs) um so that's the med episode and then next we go to Mm -hmm. and trying to find that episode information so this is season 10 episode 17 episode titled keep you safe
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the summary is sevride and kid work with cpd regarding a suspicious car wreck hawkins and violet's relationship is in jeopardy chloe and Cruz adjust to a new family dynamic so i'm going to start at the top and say i loved this episode from beginning okay. to end Oh so So good good. um every plot line in this episode was strong um -hmm. I had no complaints (laughs) like none at all I I love I love the Cruz and Chloe and Javi plot I I am so invested in this little family already that I know they're gonna break my heart I just I can I'm gonna
1: no I'm gonna feel it I'm gonna be I'm gonna try and stay positive I you know what if just how he gets to stay with them forever and i'm gonna i want
0: him to i loved the scene at the end when they were all so excited like confirming that they all wanted to stay together and like the screaming of see i was mm-hmm. like i'm gonna was- cry
1: just so because i want to talk about them for a minute just because like obviously we're gonna talk stella and then Stellarite and then Hakami last because they deserve their own sure yeah um, yeah but just in general like it's i, I had mentioned it in our podcast of, like like it just it feels nice that you know get to see joe again and we get to see chloe and it's just it feels like we get to like it's it's good to see quality joe content because like oh my gosh yeah we weren't getting the ton from joe which you know it's
0: understandable like (laughs) well it's because we had pelham we had pelham and pelham stole a lot of the focus from some of the other characters on the show so i yeah we lacked in joe really Mm -hmm. early on so it's nice For him to have this, this really lovely Mm -hmm. and warm, like heartfelt plot for Mm -hmm. him and Chloe. And I love him and Chloe. I have loved them from the very beginning and to get to see them as like this married, like unit Mm -hmm. with, it's just so cute. Mm-hmm. and they love Javi so much already, and mm-hmm. it's adorable watching them work out the homework assignments. Oh, it, That was so cute. So, it can't be so cute, but it is. It's so
1: cute.
0: I, I am in love with them as a family. I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm sold. I'm sold on it already. Yeah, um,
1: which which yeah. also deserves, like, an excellent, ho- like, comedy moment of the episode was, uh, you know, Joe getting a call from Javi's school of saying he needs to we need to come talk to you and Herman being Herman. the wonderful father that he is he automatically assumed it's because Javi's in Javi's trouble, in trouble. <laughs> because apparently that's just her all the Herman children's middle name is trouble basically. So I he, mean yeah. <laughs> yeah um so just the most entertaining advice of like trying yeah. to spend every like argument of like why would you give a teenager what do you think would happen? Why would you give a toddler that industrial strength <laughs> of the and i'm like okay yeah no it makes sense for the herman children i was hoping the whole time it was just some good news about javi and it yeah. was, and it was the scene
0: like... yeah that scene in the locker room with <laughs> herman giving joe advice was My hysterical God. that was cold so so um good. but no i love when joe showed up at the school and he's ready to like defend javi and the teacher's like no no he's not in trouble no and you can really see do. just the relief of like <laughs> Oh, good. And then the teacher like tells him that actually Javi's like coming out of his shell. It was mm-hmm. just like, of course he is mm-hmm. because he's with people that love him. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. yeah. And then him and Chloe divvying up the homework and just so cute. Oh, cute. And then the competition of like what grade he get versus you know reflecting mm-hmm. on whoever help is mm-hmm. helping and just so precious. And you could tell that Javi just absolutely adores both of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like I need them to be a family and stay mm-hmm. together
1: mm-hmm.
0: forever mm-hmm. but I am prepared in case that doesn't happen because they really we, like to play with we my I haven't emotions. been
1: treated well in that regard no ever so I'm just let just I'm still gonna try and just remain positive because I love the dynamic between them all so much they're so cute so cute it's perfect it's you it's know
0: it's so sweet
1: I, and I appreciate still like at the same time of like they have, they're not just like this perfect little family. Like they had the concerns of like, Mm -hmm. are they the right fit for them? Like you could tell like in parts of it, I think Chloe and Joe were concerned. Are are we enough for him? We're not technically his family. Like could, could, could actual literal family be better for him? But even Javi saying like, I don't want to go with somebody who, just because they're
0: my aunt or my uncle. Like, I, I want to stay with you. It was so that last scene. I'm telling you, was my favorite because they were all so excited that they felt the same way and they wanted to stay together. It's just like it's so cute. I just want to like hug them all. Big group Agreed. hug. Agreed. I'm just so happy with that plot. Um, and then course we had the stella and severide plot which was long overdue to give them something to do together
1: seriously
0: Seriously. like besides relationship drama you know Mm -hmm. like i i love when we get to see supportive severide it's my favorite um i mean i love supportive stella too but there is nothing a lot of
1: supporting through the years Yeah. it's nice to see the turnaround of Severide
0: being the support yeah, of one seriously next. there is nothing like Severide when he's like fully behind stella kid mm-hmm. you know and just very vocal about it and, mm-hmm. uh, perfect mm-hmm. uh but i did also appreciate that grant has not been forgotten in all of this mm-hmm. uh we actually got more details about their relationship and it was always sort of implied but we never really got any yeah. confirmation because if if you guys recall grant was um Stella's first husband, mm-hmm. he was an addict, had a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. He was very verbally abusive. We saw that on the show for sure. Um, and he did try to kill her, mm-hmm. slash severide. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he was violent, but the impression Stella kept saying that he's not normally violent, that mm-hmm. she didn't think he would actually at the time, and this was mm-hmm. like season four that he would actually hurt her um so it was sort of like implied that maybe he had been violent with her before but we didn't really know and in this episode we got confirmation of that because you know Stella sees the bruises on the mm-hmm. victim and she knows exactly what they are and what they're from yeah. and how they got there because yeah. Which she confirms
1: one little I know like I just don't yeah. want to say that that car crash was insane. Of like, it makes oh sense seeing that highest speed, but
0: to, to yeah, that was of a that was nuts.
1: being 100 feet apart or yeah. a couple hundred feet, whatever, just insane. But you know, yeah. I just wanted to No, I was just an, awesome
0: but insane. she, she, so she tells Severide that like you get that bruise from somebody choking mm-hmm. you out, mm-hmm. and so like you could see on his face, like he immediately put that together, mm-hmm. um, with Grant yeah so we did get that which i have a feeling based on the interviews from one chicago day and what we saw that's going to come into play Mm -hmm. later because andrea talked about how both severide and stella have like these complicated experiences with marriage Mm -hmm. um severides obviously his parents were not the best example Mm -hmm. of a good strong marriage and then stella was in an abusive marriage and you know severide also has (laughs) britney uh yeah, so <laughs> there's there's not exactly the best history no. with marriage between uh-huh. the two of them. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling that's gonna come into play a lot toward the end of the season. But yeah, the crash was insane. The car, two separate chunks, um, which that also comes into play with Hakami a little bit. Uh-huh. So but uh fun shout out though, in this episode alone, we had two former Timeless cast members, Caitlin Carver, who played Emma, played uh, Flynn's mom in that episode you remember the episode that's where they right. travel back like, to the city st- yeah, yeah. i was like
1: why do i know her face i couldn't uh-huh. think
0: that okay and not the girl the actress playing the victim that stella helped mm-hmm. she was abaya franklin in season two of timeless ah
1: okay. i recognized her from other yeah. things but i was like that was good later
0: <laughs> so for timeless fans out there two timeless mm-hmm. cast members i mm-hmm. guess like were cur- they were guest actors on the show yeah. Uh, were also <laughs> in this episode so that was fun um anyway but yeah so the car was like a high-speed chase and like the passenger in the front died but the girlfriend I guess it's girlfriend wife I don't know yeah. what she was to him in the back was like up against the fence that was wild like mm-hmm. she was totally okay except for like on her arm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's crazy to me like uh mm-hmm. that she was like mostly fine um and that was like a really emotional scene stella like on the other side of the fence holding her hand while they got her out that was you know miranda ray mayo just being miranda ray (laughs) mayo it's phenomenal
1: like it's just such a wonderful emotional scene of when she was talking to the the girl victim in the hospital Uh, of the girl saying you don't know you don't know like what any of this has felt like Mm -hmm. And and for her miranda to just be like i know and it's just like the impact like sometimes like she's that kind of an actress saying such a short line
0: two words and you know, know. and you like just, you understand oh. immediately yeah oh miranda okay. as stella is phenomenal
1: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah so I, I loved that plot i loved stella opening up and being vulnerable i loved her like using her past to help another woman mm-hmm. uh the scene with the cop at the end where she's like you can't abandon her mm-hmm. like it's your job to keep mm-hmm. her safe now you have to follow through on this and basically making him understand what it's like to mm-hmm. just feel unsafe mm-hmm. um it was just amazing um and oh, then of God. course you have go ahead yeah oh yeah
1: one thing i do I, I tweeted it on wednesday of like i normally I, I say the only fire cops allowed in firehouse 51 were matt casey and kelly severide that also now includes Stella oh cops. yeah
0: i'm totally fine with stellaride fire cops that can happen all well, all the time like yeah we yeah, never let's...
1: talked about it because it never seemed like a possibility but after this yeah episode, absolutely Of um, the only three yeah. people uh, at least
0: as of right now only three people allowed to be right fired. because also in the background of this plot the whole time you have severide sort of like being the person she's bouncing this off of Mm -hmm.
1: um
0: and i love that he was like her sounding board the entire Mm -hmm. time he went with her to the the cops Mm -hmm. you know to tell them what was going on and Mm -hmm. sort of raised his eyebrows at her her little lie Mm -hmm.
1: uh
0: but she knew what she was doing she Mm -hmm. knew that that she couldn't tell them that receipt was in her pocket because Mm -hmm. that would not that would not help anybody Mm -hmm. um and the receipt was what got them looking into all of this mm-hmm. in the first place so that was pretty crucial mm-hmm. um so and i love the scene at the end where they're like in the loft mm-hmm. on the couch yeah so sweet mm-hmm. uh of him like reassuring her like you you did everything that you possibly can mm-hmm. for her mm-hmm. um i like just supportive give me all the supportive severide <laughs> please this is what we've been missing from them You know, Mm -hmm. with all the Seeger stuff that's happened since she came back and her being gone and, Mm -hmm. you know, all that stuff. This is, this is the Mm Stellaride content we've been Mm -hmm. wanting all season. So i was so thrilled to see that. Um, And just more Stella in general. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We Mm -hmm. love Lieutenant Stella, kid. Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. Oh, she gave us a nice Casey call out this episode too, like with the long webbing.
1: Yeah, going like l, um like the
0: like left l l long, long l long yeah. left mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um it was nice to get a little casey mm-hmm. shout out i love it, it anytime we get one um <clears throat> yeah so those were those two plots both excellent mm-hmm. and then in the midst of all of this we have the akami plot for the Thank episode you. which just oh. <laughs> it was a roller coaster ride yes, it, man. Was. Yes, it was it because <laughs> like, we start out with him calling her after the hearing and I gotta say I wasn't expecting it to to be so intense with like the punishment and like the jury mm-hmm. apparently and
1: mm-hmm.
0: I was not expecting it to be quite so high stakes like right yeah. away mm-hmm. um <laughs> but Violet was like panicking outside the firehouse mm-hmm. while she was on the phone with him which was like funny and also like just really sad because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you felt for her like I would be mm-hmm. panicking too mm-hmm. but at the same time it was really funny because Hanako just funny um <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah and so then you know Gallo also trying to tell her what he learned at Molly's mm-hmm. and she's just like not ready she just mm-hmm. can't deal with it um yeah and then we meet her new partner which this is emma jacobs Mm -hmm. is her name um and so we meet her a little bit i have some suspicions
1: i'm i'm trying to just remain like neutral i'm so far indifferent so there's as we got to the end of the
0: episode I, i have certain feelings so i don't know i have uh I have some wild thoughts about Emma because I'm a little concerned. Um, there were some other things that came out in interviews, like for One Chicago Day, where Hanako said in an interview that um, Emma's not going to be quite what she appears to be on paper. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Yeah. And that it's going to cause some some problems and that Violet can't necessarily go to her boss about it because she's dating her boss. <laughs> so yeah so i have some 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 worries (laughs) about emma (laughs) a little bit a little bit of worries uh i feel like she lied about the medical school thing that she talked about in the locker room that didn't ring quite true to me and then the way she's like so at ease with like gore and like has no bedside manner and very apathetic i'm like i'm getting some yeah weird vibes i can
1: see that yeah i'm we'll have to i'm a see. little i'm
0: a little worried i'm a little worried yeah i, I can understand
1: the, i can understand the yeah. worry
0: yeah um but that's emma so basically that's all you need to know about emma from the mm-hmm. episode is that she just doesn't really have a bedside manner at all mm-hmm. <laughs> like the guy's nose was like totally yeah crooked and she was just like oh yeah you broke it in like two places and you're like okay <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe maybe flower that up a little bit mm-hmm. um Anyway, and she also hit on Gallo at the end of the episode, which very was like t-
1: very touchy feeling when Gallo was very clearly inebriated, drunk,
0: super like, drunk, yeah. <laughs> super duper drunk. Uh-huh. um Yeah. So, anyway, uh back to Hakami. Yeah. That was a sidebar, yeah. sidebar about Emma. It was a neat so
1: sidebar, have... but it's just get back to, yeah. the, get back to the important <laughs> thing, which is Hakami.
0: But anyway, so, you know, we start out with that where we find out that, like, hawkins could get fired like that's a possibility and uh I mean, it's, it's hard because you hes hes normally been very calm cool collected
1: over yeah. with everything yeah you you get you can tell he's freaked out because he he's, he's freaked it was, out
0: he just yeah yeah he's freaked out um and because it's not so much about the kiss as it is about all the attention he's been giving her mm-hmm. um yeah so it's more about special treatment than it is about their actual like romantic relationship Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. which is understandable i mean you don't want anybody giving anybody special treatment Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for any reason uh but it kind of leads to like a breakup which was a really heartbreaking scene and gave me major season nine bretsey vibes like so many season nine breathsy vibes and I was very sad um (laughs) because and this is I my friend Katie and I and my friend Helene and I were talking about this Mm -hmm. when I everybody at this point if you listen you know I write fanfic and I've been writing Hakami fic and when I write Hakami fanfic I very much write Violet communicating in a similar way to Matt Casey she's Mm -hmm. not very giving with her emotions she plays everything very close to her chest you know like Mm -hmm. she doesn't talk about how she feels a whole lot um that's that's just not something she does very much like Matt Casey who kept it all like right here in his chest balled up Mm -hmm. until it like exploded Mm -hmm. um and so they're very similar in that vein so in this breakup scene when Evan suggests it I knew exactly Violet was just not going to say anything Mm -hmm. because if one half wants to break up what can you do about it Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. she's not going to beg him to stay that's not her style Mm -hmm. so she just lets him walk away and you know if my fire ships could not leave the other half sitting on a couch upset Mm -hmm. that would Mm -hmm. be great (laughs) Mm -hmm. I did not enjoy that image again Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it Mm -hmm. broke my heart with Sylvie and then I had to see it with violet like mm-hmm. uh, just let's not do that anymore let's retire sense. retire mm-hmm. that image of a sad girl on a couch mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. forever please um but I love the way he hesitated when he got to the door like oh. just that minute of like I, I maybe I should go back mm-hmm. ah he can stick <laughs> if you think about it every time he tries to stay away it gets shorter and shorter <laughs> oh and we'll get into that in a minute in a minute but anyway so they break up yeah and it's really sad and violet doesn't say anything to stop it mm-hmm. um and so then of course next shift violet is like super upset so we get this like yeah. tense scene with gallo which i'm still mad at gallo okay yeah,
1: he's he still deserves a lot of ang- he's he he there are things that happen in that scene of like uh, gallo being like you're such a close friend and like I care about you. Like all these things. And I'm like, you dude, you still slut shamed her.
0: Like yeah. the firehouse. No. And this is my thing. Okay. This is my thing about this scene. <clears throat> there are a lot of I've seen some people who got upset with Violet for accusing him. But mm-hmm. let's look at how he's acted about this relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So first of all, he told her, Oh, that's not gonna look good for you. It's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. basically slut shaming her like it's just gonna look like you're sleeping with your boss mm-hmm. okay he questioned whether or not she should have gotten that award mm-hmm. like not really to her face but mm-hmm. Mm, mm-hmm. kind of and he's just not been very supportive at all she knows evan told her that gallo was sort of weird with him when he was at the firehouse mm-hmm. right so you put all those things together along with the fact that the complaint wasn't really about the kiss mm-hmm And I can see how she would go there. Mm -hmm. I get it. Mm -hmm. He's been a bit of a jerk. He's not been the best friend Mm -hmm. to her. Mm -hmm. Um. So I I would have gone there too. In fact, I did the minute the episode ended. I was like, Mm -hmm. no, he did not. (laughs) Yeah, he did. did. And then I had to take some time to reflect and be like, no, he probably didn't. But initially, when those credits rolled last week, I was like, Gallo did it. Mm -hmm. I
1: mean, that's what I was Um, thinking too yeah I
0: think everybody had that thought initially Mm -hmm. and then when you had to sit afterward and think about it you're like wait no probably not Mm -hmm. um anyway so he got a little pissy with her because of that now she immediately apologized okay Mm -hmm. let's make sure we note that she Mm -hmm. accused him he got offended she immediately and genuinely apologized Mm -hmm. and he basically said um you know Call me jealous or whatever but we're close friends or at least i thought we were and then he leaves and i'm like dude you don't get to slut shame her nope. and then declare that you're a close friend who would never want anything mm-hmm. who would never want to hurt her because mm-hmm. close friends who don't want to hurt their friends don't slut shame them that's mm-hmm. not how we roll mr blake Gallo. okay mm-hmm um so it didn't absolve him of anything do I feel bad that he got his feelings hurt of course which is why yeah, Violet apologized it's never,
1: it's never fun for anybody to get yelled at for something they didn't do that's never
0: no right and Violet genuinely apologized for that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also he doesn't have a right to get pissy with her no he doesn't he really doesn't
1: because you know Blake he has no legs
0: to stand on rather,
1: you know instead of just lurking around waiting to tell her something you could send her a quick text of saying can we talk call for, her call, while you were anything, off just like saying anything of like can we chat for a minute because i I'm, I'm concerned for you that something's gonna like it like he could have done so many things and he chose not to yep
0: that is correct that is absolutely correct mm-hmm. so, yeah so i don't feel too bad about all of that no <laughs> no i'm still annoyed with him i think he's got he still has ground to make up he's still a burnt cinnamon roll right now yep he's a toddler man child who mm-hmm. needs to get over himself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's the truth mm-hmm. um anyway so basically i think they were hawkins and violet were apart for like maybe a day <laughs> <laughs> if that if, if that. that. She's like headed out to Molly's and opens her door and he's just there lurking in her hallway, which like is not at, staring his, at her door, like, you
1: know, turned, like,
0: turned her, his back is to it. Like he's debating whether or not he should knock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, and then he realizes he's caught and he's got this little sheepish mm-hmm. smile mm-hmm. on his face. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. I love him so much. So much. Uh, and then we get like the scene. Okay, this is like
1: uh,
0: elite ship uh-huh. masterpiece.
1: Oh, I have it. I have the scene in gift form pulled up on Tumblr because I like I like I want. It, can, can can I can I go through the scene?
0: Like yes, okay. do it. Yeah, so go for it's,
1: it. It's basically Evan saying, "Turns out staying away?" Question mark. That's not so easy. And then you know Violet saying, "Seems impossible even." And then what my favorite line of it almost being, or the next part is my, the final part of it is my favorite of, from Evan of, Violet, why do I miss you so much when I'm not with you? And then Violet saying, maybe because we're not supposed to be apart.
0: (laughs) So perfect. Like. (laughs) Okay, first I've seen some claims that some people feel like this episode didn't do much for Hakami, but. Are you kidding me? This is major growth. (laughs) this is them acknowledging that it is more than just physical. This is, I miss you when I'm not with you. Uh Okay. So Uh this is about more than just sex. This is like, Uh I miss you. Yeah. Like I, and I mean, this is basically where they take it up a notch and it becomes Uh serious. Uh And I'm so excited.
1: We're past the, I just kind of like you say the, the stage of I can't
0: be away from you for more than a yep. day. Yeah. And not only that, but they've gotten in trouble for it and they're still together. So uh-huh. it's past this casual phase, too. Uh-huh. So it's not even neither one of them can tell anybody else or try to convince anybody else that this is just a thing that's happening every now and then. Uh-uh. No. This is something that is happening with intent and it is romantic as hell. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Like, I, I, cause also, I'm also a dear friends. We love Katie and I love that we shout out Katie as much as we do on here. Yeah, her she's dear, like, like going to be
0: all over so this. She's going to
1: be ecstatic hearing this, but it's just like, it, like I was chatting with her about the, cause we both very clearly get into, we all, we all get into spirals with Katie over Hakami cause it's amazing. And we love it. Dear, she's like, like
0: the queen of Hakami. I'm just going to say yeah, that. I feel like yeah, she is.
1: Oh, she absolutely is. But it's that, yeah. um, you know. They're, they're afraid of saying it because it still probably feels so new for them they're, I'm sorry I consider them they're they're in love I'm sorry they're in they, love
0: they're totally in love are you like, kidding you can't, that whole scene was how do you say it, I love you without uh-huh. saying I love you
1: correct you yeah can't, you can't say why do I miss
0: you so much when I'm not with you no Mm-mm. that's no right they're totally in love can't there's no I mean they no. can deny it all they want but the audience can't deny it any longer No. no. Yeah. No, she's, Violet is in deep. Mm -hmm. And I loved uh, in the One Chicago Day interviews, Hanako said basically that um, Hawkins is like the first guy to like find her smart and funny and Mm -hmm. enjoy all of her um, eccentricities. And she really enjoys that relationship and kind of wants to see like what they're like as a couple. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I do too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she's Mm -hmm. right though, like he, Even with Gallo, things were very competitive. Yeah. Like they were, it was all about one-upping each other. And
1: it's like, even though Gallo could enjoy Violet's mind to a certain extent too, like with certain things, like obviously when they were doing like making the bread and whatnot, but like you said, it was more still a competition between them. Oh, it was. The tension between them.
0: He enjoyed her mind, but he enjoyed like beating her more. Mm -hmm. You know, like it was. It was that tension of one-upping one another constantly. Exactly. It was all one-upmanship. That was Mm -hmm. all it was. Mm-hmm. i i mean you know it gave them some great chemistry mm-hmm. because of that you know mm-hmm. there was some tension there but it wasn't like a real grown-up mature Mm-mm. relationship where they no. talked about things and learned about each other and and dove into those emotional things they never did that Mm-mm. they they never did I'm that sorry. they did that after they broke up
1: but did they ever have a
0: moment of saying I'm, i miss you when i'm not around you no 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 the oh. closest they came was Gallo Panic proposing. That was, that was pretty much it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that was it. Um, I think they're, in my opinion, I feel like they're better off as friends, but... We, we've said this time and time again of, you know, like the whole room dog thing of like, Otis,
1: uh, Otis, Brett, yep. and Cruz yep. eventually being like, you know, we're better off as friends. Th- that's these millenn- our favorite millennial trio of like, they're, yep. they're better off as friends. They're very good... Uh, balances to one another and so it should be that way like let them their own
0: lives and so it's like yeah yeah. i totally agree but um yeah so like if you think about it if you look at violet and gallo evan he likes he values her entire the entire package Mm -hmm. of violet you know like Mm -hmm. he's got that chemistry kink which we saw last Mm -hmm. episode and we really Mm -hmm. really loved Mm -hmm. i mean anytime that she's talked about just like her brain, you know, when she's shown how smart she is, Mm -hmm. he's been totally enthralled Mm -hmm. and I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm so excited to see where this goes from here. Mm -hmm. This was a great episode for them. It showed a lot of growth, like in how they communicate with each other and, and like the conscious decision to keep going with this, despite Mm -hmm. it being really something that could threaten both of their reputations Mm -hmm. and it's reached a point where they're attached to each other and they can't stay away and it's not just about sex it's about more Mm -hmm. than that it's about the emotions and the person behind all of that so i am pumped Mm -hmm. and i am so ready to see more of them and i cannot wait and i need Mm -hmm. jimmy nicholas to be on the show forever
1: Mm -hmm. i'm also just very much looking forward to the fact of you know come what may what happens throughout for the end of the season i'm just looking forward to somebody making a compilation of all the hakami s- scenes this season from like beginning not beginning to end because they're not ending i'm sorry they're not like i refuse to no. leave anything but like at least the season
0: this part- season 10 book end like yeah 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 yeah, season, yeah yeah so yeah i'm so i'm so i'm just i'm really excited <sighs> it's nice to have like a, a new is. ship to like be obsessed with
1: and I hope it's like um, I hope yeah. it's coming across as everybody's listening of like Logan and I like have the biggest stupidest smiles on our faces. We do. <laughs> like,
0: we love the comedy We love you, really. so much. Yes, oh do. my gosh, they're perfect. They're like I I don't very often get super invested in mm-hmm. in ships. I know it seems like I do because Bretzie. Yeah. But it I I don't. I have a few oh, I mean, of them. I mean I do. I I very it's usually when I, I watch a show I have to. I have okay and when I say I mean like overly invested like obsessively invested that doesn't happen to me that often there's ships that I watch that that television show and I want a romantic relationship mm-hmm. to pull for mm-hmm. but there's not I don't write thick for every ship that mm-hmm. I like let me put it mm-hmm. that way okay mm-hmm. <laughs> um and this these two have very quickly become a ship that I'm like I'm, I'm invested absolutely full steam ahead let's go let's go mm-hmm. i'm ready <laughs> mm-hmm. so i'm very excited to see what happens in these next few episodes mm-hmm. uh i feel like we're going to get an exploration of like the personal side of hakami as opposed to the professional side of hakami oh, god i hope so god, I, hope. I do too i do too i feel like we're gonna get that mm-hmm. just because of that one interview where hanako kind of implied that like The professional and the personal are going to clash in a different way in these Mm -hmm. next few episodes um so i'm i'm looking forward to it a lot Mm -hmm. i i do want to say i'm hoping that it turns out to be like a plot where they have to figure out how evan can give her advice without jumping in and saving her Mm -hmm. no because she doesn't need that she can Mm -hmm. handle herself
1: absolutely
0: um but evan does seem like the kind of guy who's like a fixer (laughs) yeah so i feel like that's gonna be the next struggle is like how does she how is she able to vent to him and get advice from him Mm -hmm. as her boyfriend not her boss Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i i want to see that play Mm -hmm. out um that was something that i wanted originally for bretsy but obviously i don't think i'm gonna get that now so we'll just shift that over to hakami and and let's hope Mm -hmm. that i get that um yeah i'm very excited Uh, i'm also excited about all the news we got for one chicago day i'm like super hopeful that may 25th will be the day that i see matt casey again Mm -hmm. um yeah i'm pumped i do want to talk about one other thing Mm -hmm. sort of related to that there was a lot of debate on twitter about whether or not bretsey being in the finale would distract from Mm stellaride and i just gotta say guys (laughs) we can have both i don't understand why people feel like we can only have one and not the other we, it, mm-hmm. did stellaride and bretsy distract from the cruise wedding no no i don't feel like they did so it, what what's the problem we'll be fine yes. Yes <laughs> i will. mean they can give us bretsy and stellaride wedding and mm-hmm. not have one encroach on the other okay this mm-hmm. is not pd where we only get to choose one ship
1: mm-hmm
0: that's the truth pd makes me choose one ship and i don't like it i'd like to have both in one episode Mm -hmm. thanks Mm -hmm. (laughs) wholeheartedly agree yeah Mm -hmm. and with that segue (laughs) oh chicago pd oh
1: man like one step forward from what we thought we were the previous week a little bit like a half a step maybe and now like five million steps back
0: yeah most of this episode was pretty good actually i mean pj I didn't, pj pfluger like i mean yeah no i mean it, i didn't have any problems with 95 percent of the episode no i know it was the last five percent that yeah the the uh, last the, that last little percent is what
1: makes me want to i wish we lived closer to the girls from the locker room because i want to both give them
0: ginormous the oh yeah <laughs> They, oh, it was rough that was rough that last yeah. scene because okay i said this to the pod squad and i said it to my friend helene and i'm gonna say it here i what i feel like is happening is that the writers don't realize how their plot is being perceived i feel like they have an intent of trying to tell a story with bersik mm-hmm. like um breaking them down to build them back up that's what i think Mm -hmm. they're doing i think they're they're trying to break down what's been there and build something new like a new stronger foundation for them but the issue is the execution of it is not is not good (laughs) it kind of reminds me and i use this example too in the pod squad chat it kind of reminds me of season seven of the west wing um if you ever watched the west wing Mm -hmm. uh there's big ship on that show josh and donna and in season six and season seven they broke them down to build them back up but the issue is when they tried to they did successfully build them back up but they made both characters involved in the ship look bad at various points and that Mm -hmm. wasn't the show's intention made a lot of people mad at the characters
1: hmm
0: uh and that wasn't what they were intending to do it was mm-hmm. a side effect of them breaking them down mm-hmm. I think that's what's happening here
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I don't I don't think that the writers realize that they're making Kim look super bad mm-hmm. uh and I hate it I hate it um because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's not Marina's fault Mm-mm. um she's amazing as Kim Like she Mm -hmm. does the best that she can with the material that they give her. Oh, absolutely. Um, But I don't think the writers understand how to write Kim. I I feel like Kim and Kevin are the characters that get the shaft on this show. Mm -hmm. I don't think they know what to do with them. I don't think they know how to write them Mm -hmm. except to put Kim through pain. I think that's the only thing they know how to do with Kim. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lauren, in the Squad chat, brought up an excellent point so they they put Kim through all of this shit, and they give her all this trauma, and then they never let us see her dealing with it. Mm-hmm. They never show it to us. um and that's a problem because if you don't understand her trauma, then you don't understand her reaction to things.. Mm-hmm. All you see is that Adam's like hopelessly in love with her, and she just keeps hurting him <laughs> mm-hmm. that's all you see um, so that's why I feel like it's it's an execution problem for the writing it's just it's it's just really hard because it's like it's hard because I've loved these
1: characters so much since the beginning it's what got me into one Chicago but it's making you want to strangle like Kim right now and I hate it because I yeah. love her like I love her so much yeah, and I it just feels so out of character, and I hate saying that we're nine seasons in that should yeah. not be happening to one right. of the main characters. like main main. I I'm sorry, I use mm-hmm. quotations with main characters because sometimes with PD stuff gets messed up where it's uh, who should be main characters. It doesn't feel like their main character when they act no. so out of character like
0: this. Yeah, I so I have no doubt. I, I do. I have no doubt that by the end of the season, they're gonna build Bersick back up. Um, I, I'm not doubting that because I, Mm -hmm. I can tell that's where the writing is heading. You watch TV long enough, you pick up on these things, but the issue is when they get them there, will the audience believe it because they have bungled this? I think they've totally bungled this. I I think, (laughs) um, don't know i feel like they took it one step too far oh yeah no
1: because it's i mean it was still like a really insightful great episode like i think in certain parts of you know there's kim and adam were still dealing with the aftermath of michaela's kidnapping again they were having some you know troubles here and there which understandable for a traumatic thing for your daughter Yeah, the parents are going to have some tussling moments of like i thought i told you this yes no maybe i don't know so try and cool their heads and so we get to see adam do a really he gets to talking with his old school teacher, which very sweet. It it was fun to see a little bit into Adam's past again and just kind of get to see that a little bit more and clearly like it very quickly devolving into like a drug case and whatnot. And it was just really, it was really good in some of those parts and you got to see some what we thought were, so I thought really still sweet Burzak moments and even Burzak and Michaela moments. Like even though with Michaela not on screen, we thought there were some wonderful moments and it just felt like those last several, like the last scene was like a stab through the heart to
0: undo everything with that, and again, something we talked about on the pod squad, it was like that it was like they reached way out into left field mm-hmm. and pulled in that last scene because it didn't fit with the rest mm-hmm. of the episode. Yeah, it 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 didn't fit with anything else that happened. No. It came out of nowhere. And I
1: will reiterate, I'm mad that that was on that couch. That was a good memory. I have fond memories of that couch of
0: taking like, yeah. making out with
1: one another, and for it to be that stab in the heart of where we go from. Michaela's gonna miss your eggs, Adam. Whatever, like your scrambled eggs. To like, we need time apart. Like, i'm like, like, like what? Like, no. And it's just, it's it's so disheartening, and it sucks because so many, like, we would see some like, I saw so many tweets, and like, even people in, like, look, we love our pod squad members. Of like, I'm done with burzak Like, and it sucks. Like that. It gets to that point. And yeah. That you, there's a point to like breaking it down, but to like. Salt the earth of it right at the moment right yeah now. It no i know hurts. It
0: hurts. The, the issue with riding a ship this way is that and this is my problem with tv because i feel like on on the whole tv doesn't understand this you do want a certain level of frustration when you're riding a mm-hmm. ship especially a slow burn it's gonna be frustrating but the trick is you don't want it to be so frustrating that the audience gives up
1: Mm -hmm. uh
0: and that's all they've done with adam and for years now that's all they've done with adam and kim is Mm -hmm. like given them so much bullshit to have to wade through Mm -hmm. that at a certain point the audience is just done with it they're just bored Mm -hmm. (laughs) um i think that's where they are now i i gonna there's gonna be a large fraction of people who just don't care anymore Mm -hmm. (laughs) break them up put them back together whatever Mm -hmm. just do something with it Mm -hmm. um and i like right
1: now it's the most not fun game of seesaw in the entire world no
0: it's terrible it's not it's not fun to watch and Mm -hmm. i don't know why the writers don't see that i get when you're really close to a story and you think that it's right like you're not objective about it Mm -hmm. but in a a writer's room like this don't they have like multiple people that should be giving opinions on these things Mm -hmm. like you've got producers and you've got writers and none of these people see a problem with what they're writing that's what I don't get I don't get that I don't understand how multiple people can come to the conclusion that this is the way that you should write this show Mm-hmm. And I have no doubt that by the end of the season maybe we'll change our minds and we'll be like, well, you know they're happy now, that's all that matters. We'll forgive the rest. We might reach that place. but <laughs> right now, my opinion is their intentions, the writers' intentions are one thing, but what mm-hmm. they're actually accomplishing is vastly different from what they're intending to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It's not good decisions. decisions, The best decisions are not being made. Mm -mm. PD has also never been the show that makes the best decisions, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, I think eliminating patrol was a dumb idea. I don't think they should have done that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think getting the unit down to this small amount of characters that it is now was not a good idea. Mm -mm. Uh, (laughs) I think the way they write the episodes focusing on one ship, one character, one set of characters, And ignoring the rest is not a good idea Mm -hmm. there are a lot of decisions that PED makes that i don't agree with Mm -hmm. but this one is probably the worst one they are it it feels to me as if and this i'm i have no doubt this is not what they're intending but this is how it feels as if they are trying to trash kim um you know because they now have written her in a way that have a lot of people bashing her and Mm
1: -hmm. they think
0: (laughs) they think she's a cruel bitch Mm -hmm. I don't feel that way I think it's a failure to accurately portray her trauma Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. what I think it is Mm -hmm. I think if they if they want us to sympathize with Kim's reaction they need to invest the time to show us Mm -hmm. the emotional damage that she's facing right Mm -hmm. now but they don't do that because the show is written in such a way that does not allow them to do that. There's no balance. Mm-hmm. So you, they get one episode every three weeks, basically, to show us the Burzik drama. Mm-hmm. Because they rotate, they do like a Voight episode, an Upset episode, a Burzik episode, and maybe sometimes a Kevin episode. Maybe. Maybe if we're lucky, mm-hmm. we get a Kevin episode. Mm-hmm. I, none of these decisions make sense. Honestly, this is going to sound way harsh. And I know there are a lot of people who love PD the way it is now. I liked PD in the first four seasons, and that's going to be a controversial opinion. I felt like it was more balanced. I love the characters in these new seasons. I love Ooh. Haley Upton. I like if you take these characters and put them in this format they had for the first four seasons, mm-hmm. I think this is a much better show. <laughs> but I do feel like it was better in the early seasons. We had more balance, variety of characters. You saw the characters more often. You got more into their personal lives. I know this, people are going to disagree with me on that. I, because you only focus on these characters every so often, I personally feel like I get less of their personal lives. Mm-hmm. Well, it
1: all has to be jammed into a singular
0: episode then yeah exactly it all has to be jammed into in not an hour 45 minutes because you got to mm-hmm. consider commercials okay well no so and then on top of that a case in with the week too yeah. so it's like yeah so you don't No. No, you don't you don't get hardly anything like if you think about the first four seasons and, and people have different opinions on Aaron Lindsay I'm not here to get into an air air air. that's
1: not what we're talking about
0: what i am saying is if you look at the first four seasons and the way they wrote the scripts the way they wrote the stories the balance that you had with patrol in there along with the procedural case it was a much better show Mm -hmm. um that's my opinion i think they need to and i know everybody loves that pd has a female showrunner now okay i get it but she's not doing us any favors I,
1: we need to see we i need to see more proof of like better better balance like it, i i
0: need more i think i i think they need new writers i think i think the show needs retooling it means a refresh changes like big serious changes not just a new showrunner who's been writing on the show for years who probably isn't going to change that much
1: mm-hmm.
0: it, but they're not going to do that. And I said this last time, I've said this before. They're never going to make changes to this show as long as the ratings stay where they want them to stay. Mm-hmm. If nothing changes with the ratings, they don't care. They could get failing grades from every TV website magazine out there mm-hmm. when it comes to ratings and reviews. And they're not going to care. They don't care about critics because mm-hmm. the ratings are fine. Mm-hmm. They get the ad buy wherever, it doesn't matter. So mm-hmm. they're not going to change anything. Mm-hmm. and that's what sucks to me that's what makes this show frustrating is that I know this show is not as good as it could be mm-hmm. and I'm still watching it mm-hmm. I'm still watching it mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever whatever mm-hmm. I'm I'm just very like mm-hmm. I'm not into this anymore
1: <laughs> I was okay. like okay.
0: I, I was on the fence before and now I'm just like I could I could care less
1: yes yeah no I'm, I'm and
0: thinking. the fact that supposedly Voight and Anna is going to be the main thread into the finale oh, makes me care about it I even mean, less
1: am I glad was that a little more reassuring that nothing happens to anybody else I actually care about yeah I mean that's good but at the same time am I excited to watch the finale yeah no. not really I <laughs> no. mean will it, will it maybe wrap up that storyline finally god I hope
0: so you know the other thing and I, i'm gonna bring this up again you know the other thing uh the patrol storyline gave us that we don't have anymore but trudy platt i know I... amy warden may be part of the cast but we never see her so
1: like once again we got wonderful scene with her and adam which when was the last time her and adam interacted like yeah it was wonderful it was just it felt like such a lovely cute moment of like
0: i will say the last three episodes they've used her more which is good it was needed it was absolutely needed so they have done that but like still she has no real (laughs) there's no real mechanism for her to be involved Mm -hmm. in the plot anymore Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i agree i mistreated it's stupid (laughs) It is. like if you look at the other shows let's look at med and fire Mm -hmm. they're balanced you get a little sprinkling Mm -hmm. of all the characters even if they just pop up like this last episode of fire herman didn't have a full plot Mm -hmm. but he was still involved in the comedy of the episode right like we Mm -hmm. still saw him mason didn't have a full plot but we still saw him because stella gave him advice right Mm -hmm. these little characters show up Mm -hmm. even if they don't have a big plot same thing with med right maggie didn't have a huge plot but we saw her in this week's episode Mm mm-hmm Goodwin didn't have a huge plot, but we saw her. Same thing. Like they're balanced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> PD is the only one that refuses to have any sort of balance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it baffles, it baffles me. I don't understand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you could, the way the show is written, if you just wanted to watch Upstead, or if you just wanted to watch Burzik, or if you just wanted to watch Voight, you could just. Skip mm-hmm. all the other episodes. It's like three different shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Adam,
1: stupid. It is. It's stupid. And like I also just want to say, Adam's hair made me sad this week because his hair was sad. He had
0: the emo hair again. Yes, we hate did. when he
1: has the emo hair. When he's happy, his hair is up and high. When it, know, he's, when Adam's it's sad, like like hair is floppy and, and in
0: front of his forehead.
1: Mm-hmm. Sad. So, also, one highlight I did enjoy at Water did he say ass clown i think or something.
0: <laughs> he did yeah was,
1: I, like i very good. much enjoy it and like that should be there should be more, there should be there can be more entertaining moments even on chicago here's TV. here's
0: and this is the other thing about the first four seasons we got more team moments in the first four seasons yeah. more of them hanging out together when they weren't working we don't get that ever now Mm-mm. like at all no mollies no nothing nothing they haven't been to Molly's in forever, like unless they appear on fire. Like, you know, Ruzik was in, was it last season? Yeah. That Ruzik popped up at Molly's. I think so. Like that's those are the only times. The I only mean, times that they show up t- at Molly's. You're anymore. telling
1: me that Kim doesn't go go see
0: her vest in Molly's at, at all? Nothing? Like. No. <sighs> They don't go to Molly's ever now. It's upset.
1: And that means it's stupid and makes no sense considering Trudy's with Mouch owning part of the bar. (laughs) She's like a silent partner in the bar.
0: Why would they go there? Because, you know what? It's because it's not, it's too cheery. It's too cheery for them. I just, you know, that's whatever. I don't know. Basically, with this episode, I mean, there's not much to talk about except that uh i guess bersik unofficially broke up because they were never really together mm-hmm. it's fine whatever michaela's just you know losing yet another parental mm-hmm. figure it's fine
1: based off of what maybe is a,
0: a good week a good few days a maybe. good week yeah that's the other thing what <laughs> if they if this show had balance okay Mm -hmm. they could have been planting this she's been better Mm -hmm. idea in like the last two or three episodes right Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. we could have had this for longer Mm -hmm. so that it didn't feel like Kim was just making this judgment based on seven days Mm -hmm. how do you really know if this is working after seven days you don't Nobody would tell you, oh, it's definitely working oh, yeah. after a, seven days.
1: And a therapist would say, yeah, give it a quick seven days. Yeah. See how Michaela's doing, then change her life completely again. No. Good. Great.
0: Child yeah, parenting no. right that's there. Not, that's not, that's not, it's not how mm-hmm. that works. No. Uh, so if the show had balance, they could build that up properly so mm-hmm. that if that's the claim she wants to make, we'd have several weeks of it to prove it. No but no, we don't have that because they have 45 minutes to establish why Kim wants to basically break Ruzek's heart yet again. Mm -hmm. And also this is like the third time this season that she has said something to him that's mean. And I
1: don't like it because that's not the Kim I know and love. It's not. No,
0: it's not. This is not. They're they're writing her out of character to create the drama, Mm -hmm. as opposed to writing the characters responding to the drama. Mm -hmm. I had this complaint about Fire early on in the season. It's like they have this plot they want to shoehorn the characters into, so they make the characters act a certain way. Mm -hmm. That's what it is,
1: and it's people who have watched these shows for almost ten years, if not ten years, like on Chicago Fire. It we can tell when it's out of character, and we will say it's out of character. It doesn't make sense
0: the other thing about these writers that bugs me is they (laughs) it has been said that they basically ignore the first four seasons they don't they don't care about anything that happened so they'll repeat plots because it doesn't matter if it happened in the first four seasons that drives me crazy from a continuity standpoint we've we've said this though about chicago they don't
1: they don't have a board where they visualize storylines
0: at all and it really shows yeah it shows it totally shows If they wanted to really make this show something entertaining and and that felt more like a One Chicago show, (laughs) they would bring back Patrol Mm -hmm. and they would add two more people to the unit and we would have a full ensemble cast Mm -hmm. and it would have balance and it would have that found family feel to it it would have these essential elements of a one Chicago show it does not mm-hmm. like I, they're they're not a family we never see them interact so how mm-hmm. are we supposed to assume that this unit is a family I don't know Just they, they stay sectioned off into Upstead Berzick, whatever Voight's doing mm-hmm. and Kevin there's no unity in the unit mm. unity in the unit none doesn't exist Mm -hmm. (laughs) and now i'm sad again you know it's just pd the happy fun times hour Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah (sighs) you know we always walk away from pd feeling encouraged and motivated and hopeful yeah (laughs) yeah so much (laughs) so much absolutely (sighs) and on a happy
1: note and that's definitely not a happy note
0: no it's not a happy note I I I will say I am hopeful for Bursick I mean I'm
1: I'm 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 not one of the people who like you're allowed to feel what you feel and so if you want to be done with them go go right
0: ahead no I totally understand being done I mean we're in season nine and This is getting ridiculous. I, me, I totally get
1: that. Like, for me personally, Berzick's like ride or die. So I'm sticking with it, and I'm gonna be hopeful. But I, it's hard. It's hard. If it's not fun for you, you don't have you don't have to care. Definitely don't
0: anymore. watch a show if you're not getting any enjoyment out of it anymore. That's mm-hmm. not gonna help you. I mean, Kim mm-hmm. and I have both been there with other shows. If it's if it's not sparking joy, throw mm-hmm. it out. Let's you know use mm-hmm. the. <laughs> Let's go with that. Right. Mm-hmm. So I i get it if people are done with the show totally understand that if you're done with berzik i get that too it's very That's frustrating me. they're not doing a good job of writing this ship in a way that invites people to keep going mm-hmm. this is a very much like in video games they have this term rage quit this is mm-hmm. a rage quit scenario mm-hmm. totally get it i totally get it um but I do think that they will do something to try and turn this around before the season ends. We'll see, though, because the way this show is written. They don't really have very many chances to do that, do they? Mm-hmm. Um, because what we have, we're on, this was 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. There's five episodes left.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So with the way they write it, what one or two of those will be Berzik? They have two episodes to fix it yeah and will, okay.
1: and will we find out if will halston
0: knows he has a sister-in-law after probably not <laughs> no. no which by the way what they haven't given upstead anything to do since that stuff in the first half of the season wrapped up no. it's it's like they they gave upstead a continuing plot in the first half of the season the back half of the season they gave burzik a continuing plot mm-hmm. I, it's like like we said earlier you choose one ship or the other You can't have both in the same episode. Mm -hmm. So then the fandom gets really like Mm -hmm. protective over what they do get. Mm -hmm. So then you end up with a fandom that feels like you can't ship Berzick and Upstead because they never get to see both. Mm -hmm. They only get to see one or the other. Mm -hmm. It's, It's a problem. I'm telling you. And I don't understand any of the decisions that are being made with this show. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I feel like I had this same rant last episode. <laughs> I got, I got no other words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can we talk about that's happier? <laughs> Anything? I got nothing.
1: Because that depressed the hell out of me. But I mean, oh was, great, it what it is. I mean, good I times. I'm just. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna try and be hopeful, and
0: we'll we'll see how it all plays out. Yep, yeah, I'd say if there's anybody out there that writes Bersic fanfic, now's your time. Uh huh. Hey, you. Perfect. Perfect opportunity. People are gonna need it, so go for it. Write that fanfic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Write it. Post it. Promote it. Mm-hmm. Let's just mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, manifest all the happy endings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm because you're the only person that is the show's not doing it (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's terrible
1: it's Mm -hmm. terrible
0: oh (sighs) well that was cheery Mm. maybe we should we should stop ending on pd
1: (laughs) we'll find something i still i still think it works for the show order We'll, well,
0: if you i'm any... joking i'm joking mostly but i'm and just if, saying if anybody it always has... ends, ends on a depressing note because... but if
1: anybody has fun suggestions for how we should end after the depressing pd portion <laughs> please provide right. the commentary on is twitter there...
0: or via or the email and is just... there some sort of segment you would like after yeah. this yeah. <laughs> so that the episode doesn't end on despair doom and gloom and depression <laughs> Yeah, we take, we happily take suggestions though. So. Yeah. Maybe we do like a <laughs> unrelated to anything one Chicago section uh-huh. where we talk about other stuff, maybe like Bridgerton. Yeah. Cause I, am one of those. We did a full who, like 20 minutes on it before we started recording. We could do that now. Yeah.
1: Cause I, I, I and I will, I wasn't one of those people who was like, nah, I'm not going to watch it. This season alone has turned me into
0: that Bridgerton person that you see everywhere on Twitter. So. I'm telling you, Bridgerton season two is where it's at yeah i loved it and i'm a book fan okay and i know some book fans have had problems with it i was not one of those i loved it uh so i love the book depression
1: with chicago pd happiness with bridgerton so yeah go watch Bridgerton. that's it yeah you want to
0: see a really Uh well-written slow burn ship with a ton of chemistry yeah bridgerton season two Mm -hmm. go go watch it watch it right Mm -hmm. now watch season one too because it's got some great stuff in it it is But season two has like the Mm -hmm. chemistry and the pacing it's great Mm -hmm. go watch it go Mm -hmm. watch it Mm -hmm. that'll cheer you up (laughs) Mm -hmm. we ended on a positive note that's good there we go that's our positive note go watch something that's not chicago pd (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, great Mm -hmm. so anyways i suppose that's the end of our episode discussion Mm -hmm. this time around uh we will be back in two weeks Mm -hmm. ish i guess depending on what the airing schedule is after 19 because i think we do get the next two back to back i don't know what happens after that (laughs) um because we've only got 22 episodes (laughs) and there's still several weeks until we get to the 25th so Mm -hmm. we'll have to see how the airing schedule shakes out Mm -hmm. but next episode we will be talking about 18 and 19 Mm -hmm. um together in one show so that Mm one will be a little bit longer than this one but Mm -hmm. that'll be next episode so Mm -hmm. keep an eye out for that uh and just because i think there's been some confusion lately about when we post uh just to clear that up if we have a new episode, it'll be out on Tuesday, mm-hmm. sometimes in the morning, sometimes in the afternoon, but it'll be Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the day that we put it up. Cause we, if there's a new episode airing, we want to try and get it up before the new episode mm-hmm. airs. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it'll be Tuesdays. So if it's not a Tuesday, there's no new episode. Yep. <laughs> Just to make that clear. Mm-hmm. Also, we still have all the socials. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to do better about Instagram, but <laughs> It's a little real life takes some importance. yeah there so yeah like, you no know. uh, but we have there's an instagram and a twitter mm-hmm. we also have an email mm-hmm. uh ladies at mollies at gmail.com so any listener thoughts whatever can mm-hmm. send them there messages on any of the socials mm-hmm. um totally here for it
1: uh mm-hmm.
0: yeah so connect with us any way you can mm-hmm. if you want to find us individually mm-hmm. i am a little extra that way which is a britsy thing uh that's my handle on twitter kim
1: just the other kim k it's yep you, there's some underscores in there you just <laughs> somewhere
0: it. or just you, guess or go to guess and you'll find Logan, it go to logan's page you can see i'm following i think there. we're tagged in the bio on the ladies also, that's also much easier Molly's twitter. twitter i think i think our twitter handles are yeah. in that bio so go look at that bio and yeah. you can find all the underscores where yeah. they're supposed to be yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. but yeah connect with us on socials let's yeah. talk mm-hmm. let's talk one Chicago we'd love mm-hmm. to um mm-hmm. if you disagree with us that's fine too we mm-hmm. don't have to agree to talk mm-hmm. just be nice and polite it's mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway we better get out of here yeah I think Herman's I think we've seen we've heard last call Herman's mm-hmm. wanting us out so
1: mm-hmm. I guess
0: we better go go. discipline his troublesome children he does He's got, or get them out of trouble yeah. <laughs> whatever he's got a PTA meeting in the morning so he's gotta he's gotta go Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) so we gotta get out of here too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right guys see you next time bye